You're listening to the Rizzoli and Isles podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jay. And this episode, we're going to be talking about season four, episode five, Dance with the Devil. Me, personally, I like this episode better than last week. Oh, yeah. This episode was so good. All I could think the entire episode was, this reminds me of season one. I was just like, this is season one. Oh, my God. This is just like season one. This is so good. Yes. <laughs> it, it was amazing. I loved it. I, I just loved it. It's, I, I, I think any episode with Patty Doyle in it is one of my favorite episodes. There's not one that I can remember where he was in it that I didn't like. I think in every episode he was in, I, I loved that episode. Yeah, the episodes are pretty good when you add him in. I was actually shocked, as far as the crime is concerned, that it was actually Patty Doyle. I thought it would be like, oh, that's a red hair. Like, it, that's not him. You know how they try to do, like, oh, it's a twist. It's not the person, he, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. But they were like, no, it's Patty Doyle. They told us from the beginning, it's him. And I was just like, no. <laughs> I'm waiting for the twist. It's, it's the lawyer. I was, like, thinking of other people. <laughs> And, like, at the end, and when with the credits, I was like, oh. Oh, it was Patty. Oh, God. Like, I could, I think that's the first time it has ever done that. Yeah, probably. I don't remember anything else where they've done that, so. I don't think that. Other than maybe, like, a Hoyt-related episode. Yeah, but you always have an apprentice. Yeah. So, it kind of counts, but kind of doesn't. Like, like, they actually told us, like, this is the person, and this person did it. And we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gl- I really like this episode because I'm glad that we're finally understanding that Patty is a murderer. Like, he is an actual criminal because you keep wanting to portray him as this criminal with the heart of gold. And he is, that's not what he is. And that's not what I've ever seen him as. I've always seen him as, you know, a bad guy. He, he clearly murders people. You can't excuse somebody for murdering people just because he only murders other bad guys. So I'm really glad that they made it obvious this time that he has no excuse for what he does. Yeah, I mean, I guess the reason why I felt like he has like a heart or gold or whatever like that is just because before this episode, it made it seem that way. He was the bad guy who only kills other bad guys and he does he doesn't hurt women or children you know he's still a mobster i mean but other than that he still had that i don't know i don't to me i think that's how you saw it i think that's how you saw it that's clearly not how i saw it i and i think is this the first time they mentioned drugs because i just thought he just yes it is i believe because we had the discussion before about drugs and you said he wanted to keep the drugs out or something like that. Right. Like clean the docks or something like that. So I'm guessing what he was doing was making sure he was the only supplier. Right. And I also liked this episode too, because I mean, not just from the Patty aspect, but we also got to see more of Kavanaugh. Yeah. But I have to say, dude, and maybe I'm the only one that's, that sees this, he's not a great actor. No, he's not. <laughs> like. No, I agree. When when we first when he first came on the show, I was like, he's not the greatest. He's very stiff when it comes to his acting, I guess. But I think that just comes down to personality. He's just that button down type. I, I don't know. Maybe he's a phenomenal actor, and this is how he is because of the character. And when I see him in something else, you'd be like, oh my god, where where's his Academy Award? But it's just the part that when he was on the couch and he was bleeding or whatever and he's like move out of my way i just it was not believable to me at all i was like get angry this person killed your wife and your two-year-old son 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, get away. And I was just like, uh, punch Corsac in the face. Do something. I was like, I, there was no threat from Kavanaugh at all. Like, there was none. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I, like me, I would be standing there. TJ, the baby, could be standing there and, like, he's not going to do anything. Right. There was none of that. I mean, and, and at the end, when he's crying at the end, I was like, okay. Like, there was no, like, <laughs> there was nothing. And... I don't know. I just feel he wasn't that great. I felt sorry for him. And I mean, I can't imagine losing the two-year-old son. Really? The baby? Yeah. That freaks me out because I, I have a house has that has gas. And, I, and even to this day, it freaks me out because I'm like, don't don't explode. Don't explode. Don't explode. Uh, I think you're just a little paranoid. Wow. Thanks to Rizzoli now, I'm more paranoid. Wow. Well, okie dokie. Oh, a guy called over son. Boom! Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> That's not how it works. Her furnace, or whatever it was, was sabotaged. And then, two, you should have carbon monoxide detectors. Well, it was 1993, so maybe they didn't Yeah, I'm talking about you, not her. Oh. You're the one going crazy thinking it's going to explode. (laughs) Well, in 1992, I'm sure they had carbon monoxide detectors then as well. They had smoke alarms, so... When he said it was 20 years ago, I was just like, oh, God. It just made me feel so old. (laughs) <laughs> to me i still feel the 90s was just 10 years ago like that's just i can't get past the fact that no that was 20 years ago yeah it's crazy i was seven i was, I was seven i was five okay well technically i was six because it was in march but that's beside the point let's talk about Mara and hope it was interesting to see hope show up after the whole where mara talked to her about the raggedy uh not the racketeering, but um, the men thing. Yeah, I think Hope it. is trying to establish that relationship. I mean, she she always like she said she always wondered every year, you know, what she will be doing at this age, and yeah. So now, thirty seven years later, she's trying to gain back those thirty seven years. I just think she's trying to build a relationship, not necessarily uh, a mother daughter relationship, but at least a working friendship or something. I I get that. I get that. Though I was kind of, I think I was more upset that Angela wasn't in this episode. Dude, I know this sounds bad. I didn't notice her until someone mentioned it. Her really? Or, or Frankie. I didn't even notice. Oh, until yeah. At, until, like, at the end of the episode, they're like, where's Angela Frankie. and Frankie? And I was just like, Angela Frankie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, they were not in the episode at all. And, well. it, and it still was a good episode mm-hmm. without them, but, you know, I didn't even notice it. I didn't, I didn't notice Frankie, but I did notice Angela, because I thought there was a couple instances where she should have been there, especially if her and Kavanaugh are kind of, you know, somewhat not dating. I don't know. Yeah, to, like, comfort. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Is it possible, since this was supposed to be after the episode last week, that maybe Mara was like, hey, maybe you should visit your sister, because I found out what you did. Like... <laughs> 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 you ratted me out. I need some space. No. I don't think Mara would ever hold that against Angela. Ever. I know. Or or the writers were like, they're, they're going to be mad at Angela. Let's just let her not be in this episode. <laughs> Let's just make it next episode. That way, they won't be throwing their remotes when they see her face. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think that was it at all. But yeah, I, I did miss Angela. But at the same time, though, you're right. They weren't necessary for the episode. So this was supposed to be the episode after the TJ baptism episode? No, this is supposed to be before. This TJ was supposed, supposed to be before. next. So TJ is supposed to be next. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't like that. After, after everything that happened in this episode, and then all of a sudden we're just going to a baptism, it'd be kind of boring. I'd be like, oh, here we go. 
<laughs> Back to the other resort house. Right. Not saying we hated the TJ baptism episode. Mm-mm. It was okay. It had great directing. But we'd have been like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, I, I agree. So I hope the next episode keeps up, though, with everything that's going on. I don't think it has nothing to do with Hope or Patty. Because it seems like Patty's going to get death penalty. Mm-hmm. Which... Kind of is unfortunate. I want Patty. I want. I don't want it to be the last time to see him. I want to see him again, some shape or form, something. Because every time he is on the screen, it's the best episode. Maybe he escapes. I don't know. I just want more. I or like you said, you keep wondering who's the person who is controlling everything with Patty Doyle in jail. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Like, I, I, I just don't want the mob story Mara thing ever to end. It's pretty good. No, I agree. Yeah, because they have a habit of ending these really good storylines too soon, especially what they did with Hoyt. Like, I don't think Hoyt should have died as quickly as he did. So I, I want more. I want more. You hear that, Janet? <laughs> I really like, well, I said, that I already said that I liked they showed Patty's real side, but I also liked that Mara was able to stand up to Hope and tell her you are going to testify against him. There was no option. And I ha- personally haven't been a fan of this whole Hope and Patty. I never shipped them at any point. I don't feel like they have ever had a good relationship. I mean, yeah, they had Mora, but Hope keeps talking about how Patty used to be a good guy. He was never like this. But I really like how they have now turned it so that Hope is testifying against Patty because she sees who he really is now. Right. I mean, that slow motion walk, I was just like... Oh, that was uh... so good. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> but you know what I feel? Feel, though it's gonna bite them in the ass i just have this feeling at least i hope <laughs> uh, no pun intended or maybe that it's gonna bite them in the ass i think the other doyle people mob gonna have word of this i think bar's life is possibly gonna be in danger or something <laughs> Well, it, it's going to come down to what type of person is Patty going to be? Is he going to be the guy to give in and let things happen the way they're just going to happen? Or is he going to be the type to try and take out Hope and make sure that she's not going to testify against him or whatever? I think she testified. Um, I didn't show it, but I think she did. How could she have testified, though? The case was for his Rico case. It wasn't for murder. No, it was. I think it was for murder. Because they, the whole, remember, because that other cop that died about the arson thing and all the witnesses that was there or knew about it died because like mara and frost went to the house and they found the car that was part of it too and hope knew about it because of the burns and that's when mara did that whole awesome speech when she was crying about what doyle did okay is it just me or did jane seem more comforting to mara this episode compared to i don't know mara being in jail it's just me or <laughs> Am I being delusional? I didn't notice anything more than what it was. First off, like the whole yoga room thing, that scene was adorable. That scene was so good. I really liked that scene. This is just me guessing that she just got this done installed because Jane would have known that she has a yoga room. Because it made it seem like she did know that Mara had a yoga room. Well, wasn't she supposed to be doing renovations to her house or something? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's what she is doing. I've yet to see the bedroom. (laughs) Can we please see the bedroom? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. But the yoga room, yeah. Yeah, that was such a cute scene. Yeah, I loved how Mara was kneeling there and Jane knelt beside her and then just like flopped onto the mat. <laughs> and she's like, oh yeah, this is so comfortable. <laughs> 
show was so great. But yeah. I did you read the um, interview after Ellen did? I no. just read it like a couple minutes ago while I was in the car. Not driving, writing. <laughs> but apparently uh, Angie was sick. She says she must have ate something that did not agree with her. So she felt really nauseous. And it was during that scene of the yoga scene. And the director of this episode was Jamie Babbitt. She was telling the director, she was telling Jamie, like, okay, I can't do the lean <laughs> little plop thing. <laughs> She's like, or oh, I'm going to puke. Like, I don't want to, or whatever. And Jamie's like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, you're going to do it. <laughs> And action. And, and Angie just said, like, she just gave her this look like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> so Angie was didn't even look like she was sick, but she did a great job of not looking sick. There was a mention of Frank. Mm-hmm. And... Dude, there was so much continuity in this episode. Yes. It was amazing. They brought up about Kavanaugh's son and wife and that he has a daughter. Like you said, they talked about Frank. They brought in that picture again. I mean, it, it was so good. Even the broken nose thing from the pilot. Yeah, even the broken nose. The reason why I brought up the whole Jane comforting thing, she was really, like, I, I mean, it's Mars' biological father in trial and stuff. So they were together in court and... Omar was very helpful when it comes to trying to get her dad in prison. And then it was really interesting that Frost and Corsac kept asking Jane, like, is she okay? She's fine. She's okay. Jane's like, she's going to be fine, you know? And she, Jane will always make sure she's okay and check up on her and how she's feeling. And I just thought it was just so... All the feels. But I have to say, one of the best parts, been waiting for this moment, after they go to the new dirty robber, and, you know, that whole fight thing happens, and Mara says, I wish Jane would have killed you. Yeah. I was like, oh my... Especially uh, when they fought in season three because of Jade shooting is just how much they've grown in, like, a season. Well, I don't think necessarily it's how much they've grown. It's the fact that Mara sees who he really is now. Because she now she knows that he is willing to take the life of innocent women and children. Which, by the way, I mean, it doesn't matter who he's killing. Men, women, I mean, children for some reason are society- Well, not for some reason. I mean, it's worse killing a child because obviously they are innocent. They have no way of fighting back at all. But to differentiate him not killing women and children, period, is worse than killing people in general is still pretty bad. But I still feel like he's like that vigilante sometimes. No. But not anymore. Not yeah. anymore. But... Uh, well, I'm glad. But, you know, And all I have I to say like is, that. I told you so, because I really have never thought of him as a good guy. Yeah, they just squashed that this episode. I was like, yeah, because Patty <laughs> is amazing. And then it's just like, he's an awful person. Look what he did. They're burnt. Ah! I was like, no, don't do that to me. When they go back to Mara's place, Hope is there, and they go to Mara's closet, which... So jealous. Oh my god. Want it. <laughs> she goes there and she starts to cry. She's like, I, I told him I wish he was dead and all that stuff. And Hope goes to hug and she's like, uh-uh, no. When oh, I'm upset, I don't like to be hugged. Yeah, dude. I, when, when she said that too, I was like, oh my god, more continuity. <laughs> yeah, because Angela tried to hug her after the fight with Jane. She's like, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not me. At first, I didn't get the whole, like, not a hugger. What? But now I'm getting it. Now it's like, okay. She doesn't like when other people hug her when she's upset. When she's upset, she tends to shop or clean. It's extreme cleaning or extreme shopping. Which, that was another part that was interesting, because at the end, she was shoe shopping. So she's still, like, trying to, maybe that's a, trying to get over that whole fact thing, or maybe not. I don't know. But when they go downstairs, and it's 
Hope talking about Mara and Jane is just there, just thinking. I was just like, yeah, I know. You really like her. I don't know. It's just when Hope's like, yeah, she's just great. She's better than I've ever imagined. And, and Jane just like, yeah, she's amazing. And I was like, ugh feels best part comes after when <laughs> Mara comes downstairs and Jane's like hey uh what happened to the cookies <laughs> and she's like I ate all the cookies oh I know and she's like what about the thin mitts I ate those first <laughs> I like how Jane's like damn <laughs> like, damn Mara you ate all the cookies <laughs> those are my thin mints which I can't blame her for eating the Thit Mints first because those are my favorite. They asked, is it okay for a hug? And she said, sure. And then they hug. And then Jane kisses her on the forehead. Kissed her? Yes, she kissed her. She kissed her. I don't remember. How did I miss that? How did you fucking miss that? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember them hugging. I was paying more attention to Jane rubbing Hope's arm because I was like, oh, interesting. No, it was her arm. Not her arm, it was her back. No, you could see her hand was around Hope and it was rubbing her arm. No, I wasn't paying attention to that. I wasn't looking at Hope. I was looking at Mara and Jane. And when Jane did that, I fucking screamed. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) oh my god, progress. We're getting there. <laughs> it was so cute. Literally, everyone everywhere, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, everyone just flipped their shit. We were like, we're dead. The fandom is dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was just so sweet. It was the sweetest little thing. And then when after she does it, you could just see for a couple seconds that Mar grabs her hand, squeezes her hand, and was like, thank you. And I was just like, I, ah, ah, ah. I couldn't do it. I, could, I couldn't take it. I could not take it. I have seen that scene so many times. <laughs> I can't even count how many times I've watched that scene over and over. Just for that part. Just for that part. It just looked like there's the mom, daughter, wife. That's what it looked like. And if I was Hope, I was like, okay, wow, you guys are really spending a lot of time together. You guys are dating? No? Dating? No? Maybe? Maybe? <laughs> Another scene I liked, when they went to the guy's house and they saw the car thing, Frost was like, oh, make sure Jane eats. I thought that was really cute. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was cute. Because he was looking out for his partner, but at the same time, it just implied that Jane and Mora were closer, you know? Yeah, and then it comes to the next scene, and she's like, I have to make sure he eats. <laughs> you have to eat something, Jane. I like when they were in the bathroom, Mara was trying to step up front, and Jane was, like, trying to push her back. You know, it was her very protective Jane. I love protective Jane. So anytime Jane is protective, I'm like, ah, can't handle it. Which scene? The scene where it was, Kavanaugh was about to kill Patty. Oh, okay. And Jane was like, back up, back up, Mara, back up. And Mara's like, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. And I'm like, no, you are not a cop. <laughs> you do not have a gun. Listen to Jane. Oh, and another part. So when they were going through the car at the PD car shop thingy, and Jane was under the car, I bet you all oh, people my God. set their panties. You can put <laughs> on a toddler in your panties. Because I was like, what? Dude, when I saw her in that jumpsuit and, like, working on the car, I was like, oh, wow. I was not expecting that. But it makes sense, since her dad's a plumber, that she would be familiar with tools, so... But it brings up this, which I don't know is what I thought of. Maybe others too. Remember uh, season two? Mm-hmm. Where we were introduced with Giovanni. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. And they were in the car. Jane was like, what do you see in him? And Mara was describing exactly what Giovanni and Jane had in common. But she said, but instead, he's a mechanic. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. When I saw that scene, I was like, Oh my god. 
I was like, oh my god, Mara. Oh my god, look what she's look what she's doing. Look what she, look what she's doing. Look what she's doing right now, Mara. You were attracted to Giovanni. Now Jane can add mechanic, kinda, but <laughs> undoing instead of fixing to her love potential resume. And she was all greased up with her greased hands and Yeah, I thought it was pretty hot too. But I also thought too, it was not missed opportunity to bring Giovanni back for an episode. I mean, I don't know if they still have that actor available, but I doubt he can help because it's like a car for the car. No, so here's what they could have done. They didn't find anything the first time around, so Jane could have been like, hey, I'm bringing in my own mechanic since I know this really great mechanic, and then all of a sudden it's Giovanni. Because that's what they said something about, he's the greatest with cars, like she doesn't know anybody better kind of a thing. They could have brought Giovanni in and been like, find it. (laughs) I don't think Jane and Giovanni really get along. Uh, unless it was Mara, Mara could be like, oh, we can actually know Giovanni, and then that'll be different. No, I just think Jane thinks Giovanni is an idiot when it comes to anything but cars. But then, once again, dude, you're doing it again. Who missed this epic scene? <laughs> yeah, no. That's true. That's true. We wouldn't get <laughs> Jane in, in, in her. Last week, she could have had a lawyer. She wouldn't even be in jail. <laughs> then we wouldn't have that awesome scene in jail. Oh, that's right. They're going to have Giovanni. But then we wouldn't have that awesome scene with Jane. No, and I, I agree. I wonder what next week going to be. <laughs> they could have this person, but they wouldn't have sex. <laughs> like, you got you to gotta give a little here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The ending where they're eating, you know, the sweet potato fries and all that. It was so cute. It was really cute. I was like... That's the date. Although I would like to point out that apparently Boston only has one restaurant in all of Boston. Because for Patty Doyle to be at the Dirty Robber is completely outrageous and unbelievable. Yeah, you have a point there. Especially if the Dirty Robber has been turned into this ridiculous vegan-only restaurant or whatever the fuck it's turned into. Unless he wanted to see Mara and knew, like, that's her spot. Because, you know, he watches her. If not, if he doesn't watch her, then the crew does. That could be it. Because he does seem like a manipulative bastard at this point. So that I could understand. And that I, I would actually believe. It was a really good episode, better than yeah. the other one. I really liked it. So far, I think there's only been one episode that I didn't like, and that was the pilot. I know! That was the, yeah, that was a, not the pilot, but episode one. Yeah, the premiere. So far, yeah. that's the only one. Which is unfortunate, because you're probably like thinking, wow, you guys have shorter podcasts, because we have nothing else to rant about. There's nothing horrible. <laughs> I know. We're no longer angry, so we, we're just like, this episode was great. Okay, bye. <laughs> It was a great episode. Yeah, we like this and like that. It was great. That's all we have to talk about. There's really nothing else we have to say because we didn't hate it. Though, it'll be interesting. I do think that they should bring back the prosecutor. I liked his character, and he actually had some decent chemistry with Angie. You thought so? I thought so. There was a couple moments I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are they trying to be flirty? What's going on here? I might have to watch that again. I didn't notice it. I was too busy gloating over the uh, forehead (laughs) kiss. That I couldn't really... Well, it was before the forehead after, kiss. It uh, happened, yeah. I was looking at Sasha's awesome hair. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. She does have amazing hair. She does. So there's a, another potential. And he works in the same field as her. So that'd be perfect. We just need somebody for Mora. And I'm still holding out for this whole mobster theory. But poor Mara. Like, I know, her it list suck, of, but... of, of men <laughs> is ridiculous. Okay, season one, she had Garrett, who was a murderer. And then... <laughs> <laughs> that went well. 
Yeah. <laughs> to Kit Ian. Yeah, that dude. Who's pretty much a, a thief, even though she's doing it for right reasons, but no, I don't like the guy. And let's see. Season three, and she then, had the, I don't know, serial scene. killer. Yeah. That was great. That was amazing. I mean, his mother's hand was in plaster on her desk for like... 10 episodes. Great yep. way to meet the in-laws. And then this season, a con man who, with his friend, set her up for murder. I think she should not date. Yeah, she's probably not going to. She's just going to, you know what? She should give up on men. She should give up. Either give up on men completely or just be single for the rest of your life. Because obviously, the guys you choose are not great guys. Which is funny. It's I think it is the joke on the show because Angie Horn is like, Oh, Mara likes this guy. Oh, doesn't worry. We're going to arrest him in the next episode. (laughs) And even Sasha had to laugh. Because it's so true. Every guy. There's not one guy I can remember. Nope, not one. I can't remember. That actually was a decent guy. Well, they're trying to save him up for Jane, but Jane's are a wreck Oh, don't get me started. I I don't even want to talk about the spoiler that I saw the other day. Oh, God. Please tell me Casey's not coming back. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. I was... (laughs) I had so much hope because we had Martinez. I was like, oh, my God, please give us somebody else because Casey's a fucking potato. Just saying. I want somebody with personality. This season has been really good so far. We're yes. five episodes in. Yes, and we have, I think, 11 more to go. But, you know, they're going to split it apart. So 12 is going to be the last episode, and I think that's around September-ish, if I'm not mistaken. When did the last four come in? Probably around the same time, like always, November, and then Christmas. Okay, okay so what is your Gaydar ping for this episode? Um, I think I picked Just Friends again, because... It was a really good episode, but I didn't, I wasn't feeling like a huge connection between the two of them. I would have to say four, I sex overload. <laughs> I mean, come on, there were some glances. I, 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 they were sneaky, but I saw, I saw the glances, <laughs> especially the last scene where they're like eating french fries and all flirty and stuff. I'm like, they're flirting. I was just literally later there, I'm like, they're flirty. I didn't see it as flirty, though. I thought it was cute when Maura stole her fries and was like, oh, those are really good. And she was like, they're great with the mint. And Jane just like, stop it with the mint. <laughs> but I didn't see that as flirty. No, but like at the very end, you know, when they're chewing on the french fry and they're smiling and whatever and Maura's laughing. But I like the part when she stole the fries. She's like, hey, don't take, don't take my fries. That was cute. And then, so Jane took her tablet. Um, But, I mean, and then there was that kiss. I just can't get out of my head. (laughs) I just can't get it out of my head. I can't even count how many times I reblogged that that gif over and over again of that same, just that part. Because that's the first time that happened. Because, you know, there's been moments on the show where they need comfort and a hug. And we're like, yay, they hugged. But we're waiting for that forehead kiss. We've been waiting for it. Like, it's just me, but I have been waiting for it. And every mom is like, is it gonna, oh, nope, didn't happen. And it's usually Mara. Mara's the one, her lips are closed, but now denied. Just not close. So when it was Jane, I was just like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't even handle it. If she just moved down just a tad, it would have been great. They had to kick Cope out. Like, we're, we're, we're busy. <laughs> we're busy making out. And then, like, Susie walks in. Like, I got the test results. <laughs> Thanks, Susie. Oh, man. The entire fandom would uproar. <laughs> we all love Susie, but at that moment, she'd be Susie the cock blocker. <laughs> we still call her Susie the cock blocker. 
That's all for this episode. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at The Randy Podcast. Also, visit our blog at theresultingnowspodcast.blogspot.com where you can comment and email. Thank you for listening. And this case is closed. Excuse me. That's <laughs> okay. Bless you. In this episode, we're going to be talking about season four. <laughs> I forgot what season it was. Sorry. They asked for if it's okay for a hug, and she's like, sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>